Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Here's a story of a man named Bruncey who covers Husker sports boys and girls like football and basketball, even weightlifting. Like front squats and curls Then one day good old Bruncey called a talk show And acting on what they thought was a hunch John and Josh wanted to start a family And now we get to talk to Michael Brunts It's Michael Brunts Michael Brunts Now we get to talk to Michael Brunts Husker247.com. Hello, Michael Brunts. How's it going? Good. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, you must have had a busy day. You saw that the new rosters were here and immediately yep. dove in to <laughs> figure out, all right, where are all the changes? Where are the surprises? What was the biggest yeah, I surprise? The, I, I got out the old school magnifying glass and, and just was really pouring over those things. Um, it... it uh, I, there wasn't a ton there. I mean, mm. obviously Ethan Piper's name not being listed is, you know, not, not a huge surprise. I mean, I think we're probably need to get a little bit more clarity on that from Matt Rule and kind of what the situation is there because um, he was one of the guys that still had eligibility left, obviously had that horrific leg injury uh, against Northwestern. So that that's a question. Uh, beyond that, I mean, the Matt Rule staff and the way that they kind of flip-flop where guys are playing position wise and different sides of the ball. That's always, you know, it was interesting to me where, where guys are listed. Uh, you know, Ruquan Buckley is now a guard, uh, which that had, that had, that transition had started towards the end of last season anyways, but I guess it's now official. And then uh, at least, you know, in terms of numbers and where guys are, um, you know, Jeremiah Charles and Bryce Turner, who are, you know, two guys with, with, with elite speed are, are now after kind of being thought as, as wide receivers are now uh, defensive backs. So I guess Evan Cooper won out on that battle. And then just the overall numbers. I mean, they're at 149 guys listed on the roster right now. Um, if you count the, the guys that have signed, but won't arrive um, in, in, until the, uh, the summer. So I, I just, in terms of people wanting that number to come down, I, you know, the, the COVID years can't end soon enough. It feels like we've been doing the COVID year thing for about a decade now. So do you, that's interesting, Brunson. You brought that up. Do you, do you think that the roster size, um, is that a COVID discussion with this staff? Or is, do you think yearly we're going to be doing this for, you know, even once the COVID eligibility is exhausted, where we're going to be entering spring talking about, yeah, they have this many players and eventually the math will get figured out. Well, the, the math always gets figured out. That's the golden rule. Um, and but I, I do think lower. I mean, it, 149 is not sustainable. Um, I, I think it'll come down from that. Um, in, in this after the spring, I, I mean, I, I just from a not only just like a how do you kind of coordinate that many people in a program? It's tough to do. 
you know, everybody loves the multiple stations and practice and, and, you know, we, we all um, talk about that, but it's a lot of people to have to worry about sort through um, and, and, and those kinds of things. So I think it will come down. It has to come down because of, and the Title IX concerns and things like that, but that's been a directive uh, from above Matt Rule's head. And, and as much as they want a bigger roster, I don't know that they want that big of one. So I, I think that's more of a COVID discussion. And, and once this next year of guys kind of move out, there's actually not that many guys left uh, that would have potential COVID years on the roster right now. Michael Brunts of Husker 247. Uh, are Ethan Piper's playing days over? I, I would be shocked um, if, if he's back this year. I mean, that, that was a really, really bad knee injury. Um, you know, it, it's not often that you see, uh, you know, an injured Nebraska player or, or player for that matter come out to watch his teammates warm up and, and that player's in a wheelchair. Um, but but that was the situation uh, with Piper this fall. So, I mean, he's, he's obviously not going to be out there for spring ball. And I, you do kind of wonder, just looking at the moves that Nebraska made in the offseason, if you know the addition of a guy like Micah Mazuka is, is tied to more guard depth, which would would help with you know Ethan Piper's situation there. So I, I would be very surprised, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him around the program and in some kind of um, you know student coaching role or, or something like that. If he's not um, you know on the active roster. Bruns, the Mazuka transfer was officially announced yesterday by Nebraska. What do you think his impact is going to be on the the team in the line in 2024? Or what are they hoping yeah. it's going to be? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they, they want to see a starter there. I mean, I, that, that's why you bring in a 60-year guy like that. And, um, you know, I think the, the benefit to having brought him in was, you know, he, he at, at Baylor and at Florida, he played, you know, two different guard spots. He could play on either side of the line. Um, it, it's a, a guy that's played a lot of college football and, you know, you, you kind of look at what he did, um, during his time at Baylor and at Florida, he always graded out really well as a run blocker. Um, you know, pro football focus really kind of, uh, liked the, what he was doing there. So, you know, I, I didn't go into the off season thinking like, okay, Nebraska needs, needs a guard. I mean, that, that really wasn't high on the, the, uh, you know, list of, of needs that Nebraska had, but you kind of start digging into what's there. I mean, it's, you had a veteran guy at a position where you're going to be turning it over a little bit with uh, Nori Noelli uh, moving on and, you know, obviously Piper's situation, Turner Corcoran. I think they would like him at guard, but he's coming back off of a major injury too. Um, you know, you kind of dig into that a little bit more, and it makes sense why if, if you have that kind of guy available to you, why you take him. And, you know, Nebraska done much of the – the, rec- the hard recruiting work last off season uh, when he ultimately chose Florida instead of Nebraska. And, uh, you know, I-, I think they're hoping they can get a guy that can be a real hell raiser in the run, run block game and uh, hopefully a starter for him. Michael Brunson of Husker two, four, seven. Do you feel like an additional quarterback is needed? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I, I I think probably the max that you can really expect to have scholarship wise in a room, a quarterback room is probably four. And, you know, if you had been able to, um, you know, if Chubba Purdy would have stuck around, I would have felt okay about that, that group with the, the two freshmen coming in and, and Heinrich Harburg. I mean, I think you could kind of make that work, but, you know, I, I think having one guy that's, been around the block a little bit uh, in college football, kind of understands the situation, 
Um, I, I think there would be a benefit to that, to having a little bit more of a veteran presence. I mean, I just, you know, for a Nebraska tie, you're kind of thinking of a guy like a Tristan Jebbia who went to Ohio state and did kind of his victory lap, um, you know, year there with the idea that, yeah, you're going to be a coach down the road, but you've also played enough college football that you could step in there and help if needed. So, um, you're obviously looking for kind of a, a bit of a unicorn really um, quarterback wise that, that fits that profile. But um, you know, I think there's going to be guys available in, in the spring that, you know, when the clock starts ticking a little bit, you get a bit, a little bit closer to, to the summer. Um, I, I think guys are going to have to make decisions and maybe you find somebody that, that you can come in and do that. and kind of understands what the depth chart is and the fact that you're bringing in a five-star that uh, is pretty well thought of. So I, I think that would be a need that they need to address in the spring of just a little bit more depth in that room. Cause I, you feel okay with what you got, but one more guy I think would, would kind of make everybody sleep a little bit easier at night. Bruns, would you be surprised at all if they announced a uh, Rayola as a starter by the end of spring? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think how they manage that, that competition is going to be really important not only for you know how how soon you name a starter but also just kind of how you manage expectations and I, I think if you name it too early um you know I, I think that kind of heightens things a little bit more than they already are um but yeah I mean I, I think as much as Matt Rule and his staff I think did a pretty nice job um of, of kind of handling that recruitment and the quarterback recruitment in the 24 class, I, I think the next big challenge is kind of how do you how do you make everything work in that quarterback group? Because I, I think that's going to be really important for you know not only figuring out who your leaders are um, and, and kind of getting your quarterback into that that flow of, of being a leader on the roster, but I, I think you have to be careful to, to not just hand it to somebody after 15 spring practices too. Michael Brunts, Husker 24-7, Nebraska baseball, just a couple of weeks away from opening the season. Practice started last week. What did you learn from the media session last week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're still figuring things out um, in, in kind of who's going to fit where. And, and that's a little bit different, I feel like, from the last couple of years where you kind of had an idea of, you know, who your Friday night guy was going to be, who your Saturday night guy was going to be, and that, and that kind of thing right out of the gate. And, you know, I, I think, you know, Drew Christo is probably going to be a factor um, early on a weekend. I, I think that they like what they have in Brett Sears um, as a potential starter. But beyond that, they've got a pool of guys that could either start or be, you know, long relief options out of the bullpen. Um, they've got more depth at the back of the bullpen uh, than what they had uh, last year, I mean, I don't think you're going to see a, a situation where you have to go to somebody as much as you went to Shea Shanneman last year, which is a good thing. Um, and then, you know, kind of the same in the lineup. I mean, they, they've got depth. I don't think it's going to be, you know, as, as star-driven as, as maybe it was last year with Anderson and, and Matthews. But the, these next couple weeks, I think, are going to be really kind of clarifying for this coaching staff to figure out, you know, who, who their starters are and, and who they can kind of depend on. So, they they say competition's the word over there, and I I do think there's still some jobs to be won, even you know with what are we less, less than three weeks out from the the opening pitch. Yes, we are. Just when are they playing Northern Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I try to remember if they're back on the schedule this year. Uh, what? They might not play them. 
Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. What are we doing if they don't play Northern Colorado? They are not on the schedule. uh, Baseball season's canceled then, Brunts. Yeah. Well, you don't know know when the true start of spring is if Northern Colorado's not coming to town. Seriously, I expect to see that game on like a 35-degree cloudy day Mm -hmm. where it's windy outside. I want Mike Anderson down in the third base coaching box. He was wearing like utility gloves last year. It was so cold. Mm. Um, you know, like the, the, the really kind of heavy gloves that you kind of go out and like bend fence with, like he, that's what nice. he was wearing. So I guess you're not going to get that. Instead, you're going to get, uh, well, those weeks against yeah, like North Dakota state. Yeah. Those midweeks. I'm just looking right now. I don't the, like it. The midweeks, um, at home. Yeah. Uh, they filled them with Omaha, North Dakota state. Um, Creighton, right. They have a Creighton one. Well, they'll, they'll, yeah, they always have Creighton. People forget, but yeah, the home games. Yeah, they pre- Kansas. Well, soon enough, Bruns, we'll be talking to you on a Tuesday, and you'll be getting prepared to drive to Omaha, and John will ask mm-hmm. you about the over-under. On of, how many pitchers? On how many pitchers. Yep, it's uh, it's about that time. Tuesday, wow. April the 2nd. Wow. First game in Omaha. So two months away, basically. Then they'll rematch in Lincoln on Tuesday, April 16th, so... Don't plan on washing your car on that day because nice. it will rain. And then the final game will be Tuesday, April 30th in yep. Omaha. There it is. I'm looking forward to it. Baseball! Mm-hmm. I love it. Bruncey, have a great one. Thanks, guys. Take Michael care. Brunts. Michael Bruns, Husker 24-7. This is just so sad. What do you, what do you mean sad? This is so sad. Baseball season should not begin in February. It's winter. Well, that's why they play games in Texas and Arizona and I know, California. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like it. I think it's great. And Florida. Nebraska's going to be down any games in, uh, until April. What are you saying you like it? I like having it. It's great live sports. Remember, we watched Nebraska and, and they blew that lead. And John's going to make us watch the Cubs <laughs> on opening day. Of course. See, but that's April, Nick. I'm okay with baseball in April. I'm not okay with it in February. Oh, but you're fine with football in August. Hell yeah, I am. That's stupid. No, it's not. It's too damn hot. They're wearing all that gear. Yeah, yeah, but it's too damn April? cold. Is opening day April? I thought it was the end of March. In, in Major League? Yeah. It's probably in well, it's kind of again this year. It's kind of moved to the end of March now. Yeah. Yeah. See, everything's moving earlier. I know. What's up with that? Everything's moving earlier. And stuff's to... moving later. Holy God, the season in Major League begins on March the 20th? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's just you know what's dumb. dumb damn, su- damn Super Bowls in freaking February, dude. Wait till they expand the season and the Super Bowl is being played at like the end of February. That'd be dumb. It'll be almost March by the time. Be dumb. You'll, you'll be out on that. Yes. Okay. It's stupid. Mm. I'm seeing all these things in my timeline. These anniversaries of these other Super Bowls that were in January. That was 30 years ago. They've been playing February Super Bowls for 20 years now. Well, I mean, the first one was because of. You know, an event that I know. might get us off of YouTube. I know. And the Patriots were the good guys. They were America, John. Yeah. We yeah, because the, the Rams were all a bunch of terrorists. We have Tom Brady because of that event. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You know that meme where it's dominoes, a little domino, and then uh-huh. a big domino? The little domino is something I won't say. And then the big domino is Tom Brady wins seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady, Sean McDermott. Handshake meme. Baseball.
Just joshing. Uh, updates from the weird and wild world of college football, including Florida State is getting personal now with the ACC. Oh, tell me more. Personal. Oh, and you didn't think you could break rules regarding NIL? Apparently, Tennessee is challenging that notion. Mm, okay. That and we're going to get into the Purdy conversation. Let's do it. I cannot be, wait to unpack it. It's going to be pretty bad on 1620 wow. The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.